Church's devotional podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us. Our passage for today is Psalm 107, and it's long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to make it about halfway through. So Psalm 107, starting in verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from trouble, and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty. Their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He led them by a way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. Some sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, prisoners in affliction and in irons. For they had rebelled against the words of God and spurned the counsel of the Most High. So he bowed their hearts down with hard labor. They fell down with none to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of the darkness and the shadow of death, and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wondrous works to the children of man. For He shadows the doors of bronze, and cuts in two the bars of iron. Some were fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He sent out His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wondrous works to the children of man. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of His deeds and songs of joy. Some went down to the sea in ships doing business on the great waters. They saw the deeds of the Lord, His wondrous works in the deep. For He commanded and raised the stormy wind which lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to heaven, then they went down to the depths. Their courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men, and were at their wits' end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He made the storms be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and He brought them to their desired haven. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wondrous works to the children of man. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. This is a psalm uh, of praise and thanksgiving on the occasion of, of Israel returning to their homeland from exile. And it's unique in these four little vignettes that we get, these four little stories or situations about God saving Israel collectively, but also individuals or groups of people within the nation of Israel that God saves, and and four little scenarios that He saves them from. And what's interesting, and and what I noticed reading it uh, this past week, was how many of these circumstances were brought about by their own doing, by their own disobedience. We believe that our God saves, and what is it exactly that He saves us from primarily? It's our own sins. It's our own poor decision-making. And as much as we talk about Jesus being gracious and loving, this is a psalm praising the steadfast love of God in the Old Testament. Love that does not end. Love that goes on and on and on in spite of the behavior of His covenant people. So at least two 
and probably four of these scenarios, if you read them closely, uh, are, are brought about because some were fools through their sinful ways. Some sat in darkness because they'd been rebelled against the words of God. Now, the last story of people being on the seas uh, refers to their situation as their evil plight. And that could be referring to the evil um, of, of the natural evil that they're facing in their circumstance on a, on a stormy sea or, or evil that brought them to where they were. And certainly the first story, wandering in desert wastes. This was praising God for bringing his people back to the land. So all these scenarios, uh, people wandering away from the covenant love of God. And you might draw a real moralistic, obvious lesson from this psalm that when you obey God, he's good to you. When you want to run away from God, he punishes you. But don't we also see the steadfast love of the Lord in the circumstances that he brings their way? In the storms, in the deserts, in the hunger, in the separation from God, that is what finally draws them back to relationship with their Heavenly Father. In every one of these stories we see, and then, because of the circumstance they found themselves in, they cried out to God. And God met them, you know, not with a wagging finger, not with anger and frustration and a furrowed brow. He meets them with salvation. They have seen their er- the error of their ways come back to him, and he greets them with steadfast love, with wondrous works, delivering them mightily from the circumstances that they find themselves in. And isn't that true for us as well? How often do we cry out for God? Um, certainly we do when we when we've encounter circumstances that are totally beyond our control. And when, you know, we have car trouble out of nowhere, or a loved one gets sick, that has nothing to do with us. But how often do we also call out to God because we find ourselves in a circumstance of our own making and we need deliverance, we need grace, we need mercy, we need to experience the steadfast love of the Lord and he is always there to meet his people with it. So what is our part when we've experienced, when we look back on the difficult circumstances that God has brought us through to draw us closer to himself? What is our role? What does this psalm say we should do? Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. Let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. We praise the name of the Lord out loud, in public, in front of other people, in the way that we live our lives. This is worship. Worship is our response to who God is and what he has done. And sometimes that involves singing in church, but a lot of times that just involves speaking highly of God to our friends and loved ones. It means when we encounter circumstances again, we do exactly what these people do. We cry out to God. When we face situations, we run to the one who can actually bring us help. That is worship to God, is to show him that we, we trust him in our circumstances. We trust him in our frustrations. So our God saves, and more often than not, he's saving us from ourselves. So let's let our lives be one big thank you back to God for who he is and what he has done for us. Lord, we thank you for this psalm um, that we can so often see ourselves in, uh, finding ourselves in circumstances where we need you to come through or we'll be lost. So Lord, help us to do that, Uh, knowing that this shows our trust in you and our belief in you. And when we don't, help us to believe in you. We'll thank you for it and praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.